1: Get started today and see why LinkedIn is the place to be to be. We'll even give you a $100 credit on your next campaign. Go to linkedin.com slash results to claim your credit. That's linkedin.com slash results. Terms and conditions apply.
2: Hello and welcome to the Must Music podcast. My name is Joe Lynch. I'm sitting here with Lindsay Havens. Hello. And Jason Lipshutz, what's up? And welcome to the first Must Music Podcast wow. of 2019, it and sure is. first Must Music Podcast in Billboard's shiny new office oh. uh, in Times Square. Unfortunately, but you know what? <laughs> We're dealing with it. <laughs> it's a lovely of office action. in a you know Blade Runner esque hellscape, <laughs> but <laughs> we do what we can. <laughs> um, but anyways, yeah. Uh, so how was your guys' breaks?
0: Respective feels breaks. like
3: a lifetime ago,
0: yeah. Uh, I went ago, to yeah. London. Oh, yeah, cool. nice. yeah,
2: get some British brekkie.
0: Oh, yeah, bangers and mash.
2: Bangers and mash is delicious. Do you get any bubble and squeak?
0: I did not. God, what <laughs> is up with these names? <laughs> bubble and squeak is just let's just like... start making up British <laughs> sounding names.
2: <laughs> That's a legit thing, though. anyways. Um, Lindsay, did you do anything fun?
3: Um, yeah.
2: <laughs> Thanks. Don't elaborate. Did some that things. would be great.
3: I got sick.
2: <laughs> <laughs> wow. Sounds like you had a really good Full time right. there. Yeah. I
3: lived it up, mm-hmm. as they say.
2: Um. What about you? I, I didn't yeah. Tell anything. us everything. Just some yeah. lovely family time. Yeah, that I was did nice. have family time. And that's that's great. That's always a plus. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um. And uh, speaking of songs that are number one on the Hot 100, I went and saw Into the Spider Verse. <laughs> which at first when I saw the name I was like that movie looks dumb. I've heard it's great, but honestly it was fantastic. Yeah. It was like visually and like plot wise like very clever. I'm inventive. just glad
0: that spider mans story is finally being told at the movie th- movie theater. Well, actually, it's I so can't first imagine different Spider-Man any stories. Spider-Man movies. Stories. It, what's taken so long?
2: Um, it's unexpectedly incredible, but and it's got that sunflower in it, which we've talked about in this podcast. Mm-hmm. It's got that sunflower. All right, well, let's dive in to uh, probably the biggest new release of this week, uh, Ariana Grande's Seven Rings. She's keeping, continuing to roll out uh, songs from, is the next album still called Thank You Next? Do we know? I believe so. As far as we know, yeah. As far as we know. But uh, so Seven Rings is out. It's, I don't even know if it's like an interpolation of my favorite things from sound music. It's basically just like the melody. It just like is a kind of a version of it with different (laughs) lyrics. But uh, Lindsay, why, why don't you... Yeah, what do, what do you think about this?
3: So I, I was talking with Taylor Weatherby this morning, because um, there's a lot happening with Ariana and her sound right now. And for people who have been, you know, following her whole career, she's just going like deeper into this hole of R and B and rap and hip hop. Um, and for someone like Taylor, who's loved the ballads that she's been doing all along and like the soaring melodies, this is a bummer to some people, which I get, but. For me, like the first album that hooked me was Sweetener, so I'm actually enjoying seeing you were a her. You
2: Bloomer, fur. I Miranda. absolutely
3: was, but it took like the R&B hook for mm-hmm. me to really be a fan, I think. Um, and so f- something like this is exciting to me just to see her do, and we have her rapping on this, which is yeah. a first, and it's not bad. <laughs> you know, like she she kind of holds her ground there. People are comparing the chorus to Pretty Boy Swag by Soldier Boy. I'd like to point yeah, that out.
0: Yeah, I just want to point out very quickly because, strangely enough, I wrote a big Soldier Boy uh, profile. Not when strangely that,
3: enough, yeah, I guess <laughs> right that's actually <laughs> okay
0: for me. Uh, I I wrote a big Soldier Boy profile like when that album came out, and no one really bought that album. It was called the yeah. DeAndre Way, and uh, that was like 2010, 2011. And I can't believe people remember Pretty Boy Swag. Like that—that that was my big was takeaway. A huge
3: song.
2: Pretty
0: Boy Swag.
2: What huge! song. I think
0: you're thinking among my peers. It's I. I feel like you're thinking of turn my swag on. I'm
3: not.
2: No, you
0: were thinking of pretty boy swag. Yes, that was.
3: Oh my god, we did, loved that song. Yeah, really?
0: yeah. I've never. had yeah, Joe's maybe, like maybe it's a regional thing. <laughs> yeah, a
2: very small. Yeah, perhaps. yeah. I don't know. Maybe just yeah. the
0: Havens household was just yeah. all dancing around a pretty boy <laughs> swag, but outside it That's was so not. Funny. Not touch the charts.
3: What? I, what? I didn't know that.
0: Yeah. Huh. I'm going to look this bored. up. While, I, while you talk about Seven Rings, okay. I'll look up Pretty Blue um, so yeah, I feel
3: like that had to be said. But for me, I, you know, this is just an enjoyable song. I The thing that's, like, most jarring, though, is the lyrics here. Like, we already got successful mm-hmm. on Sweetener. And that was fun because you're like, all right, like, go off, Ariana. You are successful. You got money. You got success. You got fame. Mm-hmm. and But now, again, this is, like, the second song where she's going even deeper into how wealthy she is right? Um, and everything that can buy her. And I feel like on paper that would really annoy me, but yet something about this, maybe because it's like to that cute little melody yeah, and it just seems fun and innocent even though it's like the biggest brag that someone right. could do. Um, and it, it's just interesting to me because you know, we've gotten that before with like Beyonce and Cardi B where they're really owning their success in a way mm-hmm. that I think you hear like male rappers do all the time. Yeah. Um, but you know, for Ariana, who's emerged as a pop singer and who's also still really young, it it feels new when she's doing it.
2: Yeah. No, it's kind of like a victory lap. And I mean, I feel like her second victory lap. Sure, take a second Take line. as many as you Why not? want. Why not? Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> um, yeah. I think I I totally agree with what you're saying. I think that the fact that it's um you know To Sound of Music like gives it a little like cutesy element to it that right. maybe like undercuts any kind of like sense of like. You know, I don't know elitism or whatever. Mm-hmm, like, mm-hmm. it makes it like relatable and adorable. Um,
3: relatable to nothing about the song, but somehow still feels.
2: <laughs> you know it kind of. I mean, that's why people on Twitter are like rewriting the lyrics to like apply to their lives. Uh huh. Like, you know, switching in IHOP for breakfast at Tiffany's or whatever. Right. And, like, um, I think it's just very fun. I mean, this isn't like, it's not like a great artistic statement, but it's mm-hmm. like ex- ex- this is exactly like I think what she's doing is very smart. Like, you know, she has. The song out that, you know, is tearing up the charts is still doing very well, yeah. but then releasing something like this is a good way to get, like, attention and to do something differently um, without necessarily, like, putting the pressure on it to be, like, you know, the next single. Like, I don't think anyone is right. being like, is this going to be another number one for Ariana? Like, it just doesn't feel like that. Like
3: She's not, like, cutting the success of Thank You Next Off short.
2: Right. Exactly. Um, And I adore Sound Music. I'm a huge fan. Uh, (laughs) Shout out to another very underrated song that interpolated Sound Music, Gwen Stefani's Wind It Up.
3: I also love that song. Which is,
0: everyone hates that (laughs) song. I I fucking love it. I love Pretty Boy
3: Swag. I love Wind It Up. Right.
0: Wow. Uh, quick update. I was I was kind. I'll, I'm going to say kind of wrong about Pretty Boy Swag hit? Uh, peaked at number 34 on the Hot 100. Okay, so okay. bigger 40. than I ever would have expected. The yeah. album that again I wrote about, the DeAndre way, peaked at number 90 on the Billboard 200 albums chart. Yes, so that's mm. why I didn't think I the song itself did that well. But I guess people know Pretty Boy Swag better than I thought. Yeah, uh, yeah I, I'm kind of with you on this, which is that the stakes are kind of so low for for a song like this and it it just seems very fun and frothy and and doesn't really have carry that much weight it's kind of how i felt about imagine um yeah. which kind of came out right before seven rings and after thank you next um yeah she's just doing her thing and I, I i don't think that this is like a momentous song i think it's fun and and enjoyable and and probably won't linger around i could be wrong with that but it you know Um uh, I think um, Pop Justice wrote wrote something uh, quickly about it this morning and described it as what like Destiny's Child Independent Woman Part 1 would sound like in 2019 and I was yeah. like yeah that's <laughs> that's a, a good, take. A good um, take. yeah I like it. Yeah.
2: All right, cool. Well, let's listen to it. Uh, Ariana Grande 7 Rings, here it is. <laughs> All right, that was new Ariana Grande, um, and that was a Lindsay pick. So, Jason, wh- who, do, who do you want to start with from New And Maybe, you know what? I'm not going to give you an option. Wow. are going to start with James Blake featuring Andre. Uh, where's the catch? Or what's the catch? What's the name where's of your song? Where's the catch? Where's the catch, yeah.
0: Yeah, so uh, I really like the new James Blake album. Uh, James Blake it has always been an interesting guy to me who's never really – I don't want to say reached his potential, but he's never re- delivered like a perfect statement. I've liked all of his albums without loving them. Um, I, I, I really like some of his early like production work uh, where his voice wasn't so prominent. I thought that was really interesting.
2: Artists always love hearing that. I <laughs> yeah, love the songs no, but, where I can well, hear your voice. No, but,
0: <laughs> but then he started singing more obviously right. on the, the self titled album and, and that was also effective. Um, I thought that uh, his second album, Overgrown, was a little bit of a step back, but the third album, which people don't seem to really like, it's also very long. What I, was it called? I think it's the color of the color. Of, I feel like it got. It notices, I want to say the color of spring, but that's like, the name of a Talk Talk album. like
2: No one remembers it really or talks about it. Yeah,
0: um, it, it it was kind of like a surprise release. Uh, the Color in Anything. I was mm-hmm. going to say The Color of Spring. That's a Talk Talk album. Anyway, uh, I enjoyed that album, but I feel like this one, which is kind of being billed as his, like, James Blake's in love album. Uh, I really like it a lot. I think the best thing about it is is its pacing. Um, 12 songs. The last one was 17. 17 songs is too long for a James Blake album. Uh these twelve songs are really effective, and and you just have uh, a couple, uh, you know, uh, a couple features, and they're all spaced out pretty evenly. You have a, a great Travis Scott feature, Rosalia, and then the one I picked was Andre 3000. Uh, I love this song. I, I and maybe part of it is because uh, I still get excited whenever Andre 3000 pops up. Totally. I think this mm-hmm. is a particularly strong guest verse from him. Um, but even the song construction and 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 kind of like that like acoustic little lick that. Is uh, the song is built around uh, I think is really effective and yeah I mean I think this is a standout but I, I definitely recommend the whole album
2: yeah I mean I, I'm not I've, yeah it's just like James Blake I feel like I know so many people who are big James Blake fans mm-hmm. I, it's just never like landed for me there's something about it that's too, like, it is something, like, on paper I should, like, I like music that kind of, like, deconstructs songs. Yeah. Um. I like, you know, I love the Smiths, so I like introspective, weepy stuff. But, yeah. <laughs> but something about his, like, song deconstruction and, like, his, like, weepiness and just, like, the kind of inherent, inherent like, sadness, it's just kind of, like, dull to me. Yeah. That being that's said, I do like this song. Okay. Um And kind of for the same reasons, like, having Andre 3000, like, it's so, so rare to get a guest verse from him. Oftentimes when you do get one, it's just like, you know, it just flits by. It's there for like five seconds and then gone. This is like pretty substantial. Um, You know, there's some lonely piano stuff going on, but it gets pretty interesting towards the end musically. Um, And yeah, and I think maybe because, you know, he's in love, it's maybe just a little less... Well, um, I think melancholy. Yeah, I
0: think it's more focused. And uh, like I said, I like the the last the last album, but it seventeen songs. It just kind of was too sprawling. Yeah. Um, and then mm-hmm. the first the first two albums, uh, you know, was a lot a lot of experimentation. Um, I also want to point out that uh, I was talking about this uh, with someone else in the office. I forget who, but I really like when James Blake releases albums like in the dead of winter because it really feels mm-hmm. oh, it feels yeah. like it's it's, it's James Blake season right now. Yeah. Like it's let's Blake go. Season. It's Blake yeah. season.
3: Yeah, even snowed in honor of him this morning. I know, right? Mm-hmm. Very briefly,
2: a blanket of snow. If <laughs> <know>. <laughs> <laughs>
3: that was so good. <laughs> <laughs>
2: um, what What do you think? You're a fan, right? I, yeah, yeah, I love
3: James Blake. It's It's really weird to me. Um, he's one of those artists that I love, but yet I can't like remember song titles ever or album titles. Mm-hmm. And I think that's just because a lot of what he does like he has such a style
2: you go into a coma whenever the music starts no
3: (laughs) no no um
2: damn it
0: but i
3: i haven't made my way through this whole album yet i've only listened to the one song that jason recommended and yeah i love it my favorite part is when all the vocal layering happens towards the end like that to me is you know and in a lot of his songs you get little moments like that where even if you tune out which you know no shade to james it it can happen in one of his (laughs) songs Mm -hmm. um and I think that's sometimes by design. But, like, then he still finds a way towards the end to sort of bring you back. And I feel like that's what that moment did. Totally. Yeah.
2: I, I agree. Thank you. Um, all right. Let's listen to it. It's James Blake featuring Andre 3000. Where's the catch from his new album, the name of which I don't remember. Assume form. Assume mm, form. Right, right, right. <laughs> All right. Here it is. Sweet me in
0: the middle. we me in the sand. Everything's ghost. huh fast
3: ghosts nerves
1: Alright now
3: where's the catch
1: can i find where's the catch there must be
2: all right that was new james blake uh next up one of my picks uh Cupcake, Squidward Knows. (laughs) (laughs) This song is, I think it came out about a week ago now. Mm -hmm. I've not been able to get it out of my head. Um, I mean, first off, and very quickly, because I don't really want to linger on it, but Cupcake is going through some uh, difficult stuff lately, so sending much love and the deepest respect to her. She is Mm -hmm. an incredible artist and human. Um, And Squidward Knows is her new song, first song of 2019. I'm Pretty sure. Um, It's just ridiculous and fantastic. (laughs) I mean... So just in case you haven't heard it, the chorus is basically her saying his his dick smaller than my toes, I'd rather ride Squidward's nose, which is, you know, incredible. Like, Squidward has that nose that inflates and deflates when he laughs. Yeah. My my sister has been, also this is fun for me, because my sister has been deeply disturbed by Squidward's nose for a good, you know, however long, 20 years, how long Spongebob has been on. Um. (sighs) And so sending this song to her and having her reaction come back was just utterly priceless. Um, but it's actually a fantastic song, too. It's like it has this great kind of like honking, stomping feel to it. Like it it, it almost yeah. sounds like an angry Squidward, like marching up to SpongeBob's pineapple, like ready to bitch him out. Like it just and it's so just like unabashed and hilarious. It's just like perfect. It's exactly what she does well, which is just be like raunchy. And, you know, like very sexual, but somehow make it feel not icky and just feel like very like fun and inviting. It's very sex positive um, and fun and funny.
3: Yeah. No, I, I totally agree with what you said to start it off, too. Like and this is a perfect example of how necessary someone like Cupcake is like no one else. You know, a lot of people are doing like sex positive raunchy raps, but she's just so herself in everything that she does. Like, taking someone as innocent as Squidward from Spongebob. <laughs> as innocent. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. It's yeah. just like you right. put these two as things together. As someone certainly. <laughs> you, you put these two things together that have no business being put right. together. Um, and it could turn a lot of people away. But somehow it's like it's so catchy and so mm-hmm. inviting that even if you're like a PG person all the time, you would still probably enjoy this song.
2: Right.
0: Yeah, I mean, we've talked about Cupcake before on on the podcast. Uh, I feel like I'm still missing something. Um, it's not. It, it's strange. It's just like I I really on paper I really like everything here. Like it, it's it's funny. It's raunchy. She's like a great rapper. Uh, just in terms of her like mechanics and in terms of her flow. Um, it feels like it's starting to be a little bit of a retread. And, I, you know, look, obviously her career is very, she's very earlier in her career, but I feel like I've heard this before, not specifically about Squidward's nose or any other appendage, but I feel like, you know, like from Duck, Duck, Goose and, uh, you know, a lot of her album that she put out this time last year, like there's a lot, there's not really building on anything. Um, I could get, one of
2: these a year and be t- completely, yeah, but and life, and, though, and that's quite I frankly. I guess that's this is just like a niche that's not being filled, yeah. yeah,
3: just to like I, I totally get it, but I think I've said before on this podcast, too, there are certain artists where i'm I'm totally okay if they don't like do something entirely different. yeah, and I feel like in the case of her, like i I don't want her. I mean, i'm I'm curious to see what what else she could do, but I love what she is already doing that I'm okay yeah. with just getting more of the same with her,
0: yeah. I don't know. I there's something lacking for me, but I'm glad you guys are. Are <laughs> we're standing for Squidward? Yeah.
3: I uh, never. I didn't like SpongeBob, but what I, really? I was what a Disney that? kid. Uh, you can like both. Nope. Yeah. SpongeBob is so good. It's so it was funny. one or the other for me. So who
0: was who the Disney jam?
3: Well, this doesn't even really apply because I would say Phineas and Ferb, but that came out when I was like already, of you know like nineteen. <laughs> <laughs> so. I don't know. I'll come back to.
0: that. All right, think about it. We didn't <laughs> wow. have the Disney channel. What's your favorite channel.
2: Disney? Can't name one. <laughs> yeah,
3: <laughs> well, I don't like. I like their original movies more than their okay. their programs. More of a
2: cinema. Indeed. Yeah. yeah.
3: Were you a high a school woman of mu- film? <laughs> were
0: you a high school musical fan?
3: Uh, yeah. Okay. I loved High School Musical.
0: Yeah, same. Yeah, I was,
3: It's really. Fun. I was in a high school, no, a middle school musical. Wow. Enough nice. about me. <laughs> <No>. <laughs>
2: Honestly, yes. <laughs> um, all right, well, let's listen to it. Uh, Cupcake, Squidward Nose. If you have kids near you, cover their ears, I guess.
1: His dick's smaller than
2: my
0: toes. Yeah, yeah, smaller than my toes. His dick's smaller than my
1: toes. I read the rap, Squidward Nose. My eyelash flew off When I saw that dick was too soft What the fuck? Need it thick like Rick Ross Or Dora the Explorer get lost
2: all right that was a new cupcake um next up let's do what should we do uh Lindsay, what was your other pick
3: maggie rogers let's talk maggie rogers maggie. right yeah. let's talk about
2: maggie rogers so uh say it is the song you picked from her new album yes. that's out today i believe
3: yeah i i'm such a big fan of this album um she was our beat opener not too long ago and one of the things, well, so I'll give a little background and then I'll get into that. Um, this is her proper debut album. She put out an EP last year, which included her hit "Alaska," which is both it's on this album too. So we all love "Alaska," and we're we're gonna I'll get it to forever. It again. Yeah. yeah. Um, my favorite song off this is still "Light On." That's like such a powerhouse of a song, but I chose "Say It" because it surprised me, like the pop direction that she took on it.
1: Mm-hmm. And
3: then I was looking up; it was actually produced by both Maggie and Ricky Reed who's worked with Halsey, just, um, Jason yeah. Derulo. Hmm. So it makes perfect sense then when you hear that. Um, but I think that the way they both balanced what they do best is like my favorite part. So you start off, she's really powerful just her voice, pretty sparse production, and then as it builds, you sort of get that like more poppy production and that mm-hmm. energy to it. Like at the end she even sort of does like the Ariana little like
2: Yeah. If I did it it would be
3: a squeal, but when someone like Maggie and Ariana when they do it, it's like a beautiful breath of air that they somehow mm-hmm. sing out. I don't know the proper term.
2: I, I think really? <laughs> I get what you're saying. Yeah, I, I don't know. Um, maybe there's a word in German for
3: it. Perhaps. Um, so she she has a little bit of that, which I think it was fun for her to do that. And then at the end, it goes back to how she started it off, like strips it down again. Right. Um, The more
2: traditional Maggie Rogers. Indeed, the Maggie we know.
3: (laughs) (laughs) Um, But yeah, I just, I thought this was a a fun one to highlight that hadn't been previously released.
2: Yeah, I mean, I was kind of similarly surprised by, you know, because like, as you said, it starts out sort of, you know, kind of the like cool electronic bloops that we've Mm -hmm. heard from her, you know, like a pop, but kind of like cool melancholy. Um, But yeah, and then by the chorus, it reminded me a lot of like something you might hear, like a chorus. Um, from, like, 90s R&B pop radio Mm -hmm. Um, in a great way. And I think that's a good—I mean, I'm not saying, like, I want all Maggie Rogers to sound like this, but I think the fact that she can comfortably deliver that on this album is really impressive and, like, bodes well for her future. Um, And and I'm definitely into it. Yeah, I like it.
0: I really uh, like—you know, I I came into this album—I listened to the first half of the album— pretty skeptically you Mm -hmm. know but I I really like and part of it was just because I I like trolling you Lindsay and it's just you know and I know you're a big Maggie Rogers fan this is very good like it's a very accomplished pop album I was thinking about how um, I'm glad she took her time to get this album right uh, because she could have just after Alaska came out just kind of rushed out like either an EP or like a couple songs. and it was I know like
2: three years ago right when Alaska two or
0: three yeah yeah somewhere around I there think three um, but no this is very accomplished and and uh, she sounds very confident and yeah I mean I think say it is is really good but I think you know I want to I'm interested to hear the back half of the album because the first half is really strong and I yeah. like how Alaska is like the fourth song because you kind of get those first three songs um, or like the knife is a really good song i love the knife too. um you kind of get this new sense of where she's at but then it goes back to like what i still consider her best song so yeah yeah
1: hey everyone i've been on the go recently phoenix kansas city chicago if you're like me and have a home but aren't always at home you have an airbnb Posting your
0: home or a spare room is a very practical side hustle. If you live in a big game town, you can Airbnb your place for fans to stay in. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at Airbnb.com slash boast. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices
2: I haven't listened to it, but uh, the full thing, but mm-hmm. I'm excited to take a trip to Maggie Rogers' neighborhood. You know what's weird about th- the Maggie out. Rogers album?
0: <laughs> <laughs> um, you know what's weird about the Maggie Rogers album? I haven't listened to it because it's like the next to last song, but there's also a song called Squidward Knows. Did you know that? <laughs> that's so Yeah, I know. funny. I didn't yeah. see that coming. Is the chorus
3: similar? Or
2: I don't there? know. I don't
0: know. Well, TBD, I guess.
2: Uh. N- hot new trend. <laughs> N- naming songs after Squidward.
3: <laughs> new office, same jokes. Yeah. <laughs>
2: Ouch. (laughs) Wow. All right. uh, Let's listen to it. Maggie Rogers, say it. Here it is. All right, that was new Maggie Rogers uh, from her debut album, which is called another thing I didn't write down. Do you remember what it's called?
3: Yes, uh, <laughs> past life. Great, it took me. There we in. go. Or heard it in a past life. Perhaps. Okay, something, something like with, that.
2: Yeah, whatever. Yeah, you, you've got Google. You can. You guys have Bing. You can look it up.
3: Ask Jeeves. <laughs>
2: Um, it's on GeoCity somewhere, I don't know. (laughs) Anyways, alright, uh, what was the other Jason pick? You know what the other Jason pick was. Let's go. Sigrid. (laughs) Sigrid. Don't feel like crying. So Scandinavia. Scandinavian pop.
0: Um, yeah, look, I'm in the tank for Sigrid. She could drop whatever type of song, I'll be like, this is great, but, uh, Last year, so two years ago, 2017, she put out Don't Kill My Vibe, um, which I thought was one of the best singles of the year. Uh, last year, she dropped a couple more songs. Um, they were good, but not amazing. And also, she didn't really have that kind of U.S. Uh, footprint established. She still doesn't, but uh, she has an album coming out, I believe, in March. Mm-hmm. And Don't Feel Like Crying is, is, I think, her starting the year off on a really strong foot. Um, Again, it's, it's just really hard with, like, these indie pop artists to see if they'll ever, like, cross over in, yeah. in a real way. But I just, again, like, the thing with me is that her command of melody is just so impressive. And you just, this is another one of those songs, um, like Don't Kill My Vibe, where you just have these, like, it's built around, like, seven or eight different strong melodies. Mm-hmm. And I'm just always, like, really astounded when she can do that so effortless, effortlessly. Um you know, if you like what she's done in the past, you'll like this. If you don't, you probably won't. But I, I, I just think she keeps killing it in in this particular lane. So, secret forever.
2: <laughs> Over and out. Wow. Yeah. Uh,
0: I think actually this.
2: I mean, I've you know, as you like to troll Lindsay, I like to troll you about your pop uh, yeah. fixation. Um, this actually, I would say, I'm impressed in that it is sort of like her. It's a little out of her like alt pop lane. Like it's yeah. to me, this is a little more like. Like pure pop, like Carly Rae Jepsen yeah. type thing, yep. uh, which I'm obviously very for. Um, you know, the strings are a little "Call Me Maybe" reminiscent, so I could, I could see this even being a, maybe making a bit more headway than she has in the past. Uh, I like it; it's catchy. I'm not like in love with it, but yeah. I'm, I'm I dig it. And what do you think, Lindsay?
3: I see it soundtracking. You know that scene in like every teen movie where the girl is like crying but then she's dancing in her bedroom alone or something like that turning point
0: i don't know that scene <laughs> but i'll take you i'll take your word for um, it crying and dancing well in a it's usually alone? followed by okay anyway
3: yeah. i think i could see the song soundtracking that exact moment okay. um but less specific i know i do like this i know you're the biggest fan of her i'm yeah. a little bit slower to come around um but i think this album could do it for me the music that i've heard so far at Gov Ball last year, she had a huge crowd to the point where I was, I like, wondering who had <laughs> drawn such a crowd It was dinner. me! It was all me. It Jason. was all
0: me, just shepherding um, people over.
3: But how you say command of melody, I also, like, she has really good vocal control when she sings yeah. no. She goes through, like, so many different layers of tone within that. Um, so that was really grabbing to me. And then I, I also just love, like, the theme behind it. Like, when something hasn't hit you yet, you don't want to cry yet. Yeah. So. Yeah.
2: Um, fun little addendum. So I don't know if anyone saw Vox Lux bizarre movie. I have not. No. I really enjoyed uh, it. I, would I
3: forgot to finish it, but I did start. Tentatively
2: it. recommend it. It's certainly not for everyone. Um, but I learned something from it actually, which was apparently the reason Sweden although is Sigrid Norwegian? Yeah. But whatever. The reason that region in general is like so um like I guess just, you know, musically impressive, you know, like delivers so much you know, like perfect pop and, you know, like has all the hit making writers and producers uh, is that close to 100 years ago, they like, maybe not that long ago, but they were basically like, oh, we don't want um, our kids to be just like brainwashed by American media. So we're going to like kind of shut them off to like American Western pop and like put a bunch of instruments in all their schools and teach everyone to be proficient and make their own music. Uh, And that's kind of what's continued to this day, basically. Interesting. That was very fascinating. That is interesting. Yeah. I want
0: to see Vox Lux. I've heard it's not very good, but I will. Natalie Portman's incredible.
2: It's She's so good. I love her anyways, but uh, it's it's interesting. Yeah. We'll have things to talk about. Uh, all right, let's listen to it. So Sigrid, don't feel like, or Sigrid, excuse me. I don't know. Sure. Whatever. Don't feel like crying. Squidward? <laughs> Squidward's don't feel like crying. No! Right, that was the latest song from Seagrid. Uh, next and last this is my pick uh, Sir Baby Girl. Everyone is a bad oh, friend. Yeah. So Sir Baby Girl is this uh, v- pretty new artist. I'm pretty sure her last song or not last song. Her first song just came out last year um, and this is her first of 2019. It's called Everyone is a Bad Friend. It's just like I'm like flabbergasted by her. I think she's mm-hmm. like her sound is really fresh and incredible. There's a lot of like well, anyways, I'll just describe the song. So it's kind of, it starts out with this very, like, pleasantly disorienting guitar loop. It's spacey, but there's also, like, kind of, like, a, a clapping beat that, like, keeps it mm-hmm. along. Um, and, you know, it starts out, you're listening to it, and you're like, okay, this is cool. It's kind of like this lo-fi alt pop. Um, but then at the end, like, she, by the end, her vocals go from kind of that, like, lo-fi, like, I've recorded this at, in my, you know, apartment feeling to this very impressive, like, vocal control Um which is, you know, there's just, like, not a lot of people who can do that who, like, can, like, kind of own that sort of, like, bedroom pop as mm-hmm. well as be a really proficient vocalist. Um, and her lyrics are fantastic, too. I forget what... Uh, what I, I forgot down? them all, but... <laughs> I forgot them all, but they're... <laughs> yeah. um, no, I wrote it down. Where did I put it? Um, well, just, like, the, like, one of them is everyone I meet takes me on a date, and then another mm-hmm. is, like... Uh, everyone I meet I think is gonna die, but I'll never know for sure, which is just, like, incredible. That's, like, a very off-kilter, funny way of, like, wording, you know, things. Uh, and, yeah, and I've, you know, some of her past songs have remarkable lyrics, too. Uh, Heels is one from last year that was a very vague breakthrough for her, you know, in terms of, like, Uh blogosphere. Um, and that was similarly inventive, you know, like, had good vocals, but also had some kind of screaming on it, um, She's just really, really interesting to me.:
0: I don't uh, really have much it's great pop single. It's just a really yeah. strong. I was I was unfamiliar, and I'm glad I'm not anymore. Yeah. I'm hoping yeah. big
3: things. I, I found it interesting. There's a lot going on where like I would almost describe it as lo fi at points, but then mm-hmm. at the same time, it is like a very well-crafted pop song, yeah. and with an acoustic guitar sort of like underlying the beat. Mm-hmm. So like the way she was putting all of that together was it felt different to me. Um, this was also my introduction to her. I'm predicting a 2019 trend. This has been going on for a long time, but Sir Baby Girl and we have Ava Max and her whole thing is that Ava felt too feminine, so she wanted a male name in there too. I feel like we're getting these. Ooh, like, we
2: need a third one. And that's I know a trend. we need a third one, wow. and then we can write about it. Yeah, okay. <laughs> well, and that's very there probably is, intentional for Sir Baby Girl because yeah, uh, she's non-binary and bisexual, so I imagine. Yes. Yeah,
3: cool. so I think it's cool that you know we're getting these artists who are, who don't want their gender to be what identifies their music.
2: Right. Yes.
3: So, cool yeah
2: alright well let's listen to it uh, Sir Baby Girl Everyone is a Bad Friend here it is
1: everyone at I me
2: mean. That was Sir Baby Girl, Everyone is a Bad Friend, uh, and that's all we got for this pod. But, uh, you know, it's just the top of the year. Uh, any music coming up that we're excited about?
3: Ariana's album.
2: Of course, the Ariana album. Presumably, fingers crossed, Ariana album.
3: Yeah. I w- Sharon Van Etten came out today, too, which I... I
2: was th- I have to get around to listening to that. I, I need to dive into It's such into a good that.
3: album that, sorry, Sharon, I should have... Wow. I mean, we visit last week.
2: Yeah. No, I love her. She's yeah, a really it's remarkable songwriter. So. What the new one is? Mm-hmm. Wow. Well now I'm very excited yeah. to listen. I was yeah. gonna listen to Maggie Rogers, but sorry, Megs. I'm <laughs> I'm going for Sharon next.
0: So I'm I'm most excited about the album that could definitively unite the three of us.
3: Oh whoa.
0: The Saint Vincent produced Sleater Kinney oh. album. Oh my Easy. god! Yeah, I am Now you two are huge Saint Vincent fans. I am. I
3: honestly might be a bigger Sleater Kinney fan than Saint really? Vincent.
0: Yeah. Sleater Kinney is shook. one of my favorite bands. Yeah. So uh, I'm I'm excited for that. Two and,
2: icons supporting
0: icons. Yeah. honestly.
2: legend
3: standing. It's just going to be <laughs> insanity. <laughs> legends standing <laughs> legends.
0: Um. Yeah. I I think that actually is probably my number 1. I think that's a good call. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I'm I'm excited for the um like Carly Rae will have some new music, I'm assuming. Mm-hmm. Um I'm very and I can't say much else, but I'm very excited for Mark Ronson's new project. Okay. Mhm. Uh, so. I,
2: that's this a little tease for you out ooh, there ooh. Yeah. in podcast land. Yeah. All right. Anyways. <laughs> We're uh, <done> here. <laughs> yeah. Thanks for listening. Uh, Anything 2019 that you've been digging so far, tweet it at us. Um, and we will be back next week now that we are back from our, our break slash office move. Wow. So, uh, Lindsey Jason, thanks for popping in. Mm-hmm. And we will – thank you for listening. We'll catch you next time.